realizing, okay, like I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to get over myself and I'm going to do it anyways, because the result that I'm wanting to see is a lot more important than the emotions that I'm feeling right now. So Mm -hmm. I I really had to become very intentional with this is how I'm feeling. This is how it's what it's how it's making me want to act. But you know what, I'm going to do the opposite because I know that that behavior is not going to be helpful for me. So a lot of discipline in that area too. Great day, great day. You are listening to the Jerisha Said Podcast, episode 59. Having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each episode, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve your clients, sell your services, and scale your consulting business online. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. So if you are ready for a transparent, I'm talking all the way real, edge snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, former engineer, turned online high ticket sales coach, Jerisha Hawk. Today's guest expert is a services that sell graduate who is from Alabama, but caught the travel bug and currently resides in Ecuador. Before joining the Corporate Dropout Club and ramping up her business to bring in consistent four figures a month, Danielle was stuck. She had been building her business for years. She was an expert in her craft, but she just could not figure out how to crack the code on getting clients who were willing to pay for the value that she delivered consistently. Things quickly changed for Danielle after she enrolled in Services That Sell, and you're going to learn all about how she's been able to convert high-ticket clients consistently using our Lean Launch method while traveling the world and living overseas. Danielle Tucker is the founder and creative director of Professional Speaker Websites, a web design agency built to support professional speakers and coaches. For over three years, she's helped professional speakers to stand out online by using their signature speaker website framework. And this is her own unique methodology. It's a framework designed to help speakers convert more clients and book more speaking engagements through a thoughtfully designed website. With a proven track record of success, Danielle's mission is to help more speakers to stand out online so they can book more speaking engagements and more powerful impact the people that they're called to serve. So are you ready to hear how she did it and how you can too? Keep listening. Danielle, can you just let everybody listening now know um, what is your signature service? What clients do you work with and what problem do you solve for them? Yeah. So um, what I do is I provide websites for professional speakers. So what my signature signature service is, is I, my business is called professional speaker websites. So I'm really building out the website and the visual presence for my clients who are speakers, coaches, consultants, and authors, but um, more so I market to speakers. And really the purpose of what my service does is it helps my clients to book more speaking engagements so that they can speak more and travel more and impact more of the people that they're called to serve. So that's what I do. And I love your niche um, because there's, and and I want us to talk through how you were able to get to a point where you niche down um, and kind of where you started. Like where were you maybe, like how long has the business been in existence and what did you, what was like the first idea that you had in regards to what your business would be and kind of walk us through how you've been able to 
niche down to something so specific. So I feel like anybody listening to this, if you are a speaker and you were like, how do I get my website? How can I use my website as a leverageable tool for me to book more speaking engagements? Like it's very clear who you serve and what problem you solve, but has it always been this clear? Like where were you before? What was the first service you sold and how did it kind of evolve into this now? Yeah, it was not always this clear. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so I've been doing web design for 14 years now. And kind of crazy. I started designing at the age of 10 is when I really got into coding and building websites. So like, I guess really when the internet kind of exploded and people are really getting into um, how to use web design and and the whole strategy behind everything. But in terms of my business, I've been in the online space for four years now. And it started when my husband and I um, quit jobs, sold everything we had and booked a one-way ticket to South Africa. And I, this isn't a a story I get to tell often. A lot of people think it's crazy, but um, what? (laughs) Yeah. So um, really, it was basically a word that we had from God to start traveling and to um, experience life abroad. And so it was definitely a leap of faith. Very scary sometimes. But um, that is really the moment that launched me into this world of online business and really um, catapulted me into learning how to start an online business Um, you know, support clients from abroad and be able to create a lifestyle that would empower me to speak to people around the world and then also um, support myself and travel. So um, that's where it began. And when we first started, it was not like, no, like (laughs) it was not easy. Um, I, I initially started helping to support coaches and um, from my experience with design and Um, you know, my degree with digital um, design with an emphasis in the arts, I, that's where I really decided to get started. And um, for about over the past four years, I really just honed my craft, learned how to market online. And um, about a year ago is when I officially decided to niche down to help speakers. And the reason why I did this is really identifying as a web designer, first of all, it's very difficult, in my opinion, to create consistent income without strategically um, niching yourself down, or um, especially if if you have more of a digital business like I do. So um, I just realized that niching down was going to be very important and after helping to support one of my clients, she's a, she was a speaker at the time, or she still is a speaker. And I was like, wait a minute, like, this is such a big industry. I literally have only seen maybe one or two other people specifically helping speakers to support them with the digital parts of their business, such as their brand new website. And so that's when I really began to understand that in order to create more consistent income and help to impact even more people, um, I needed to really niche down and help to support more speakers within the industry. So that's how I got started with this. <laughs> I love that. And I didn't, I didn't know that aspect of your journey. I knew you and your husband, you guys love to travel. You guys recently just, husband, fiance, boyfriend? Husband. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm like, I'm I know you guys just got back from Ecuador not too long ago, right? Yes. Yeah, we still live here. We've been here for three years now. Oh, whoa, whoa. So you live in Ecuador. <laughs> yes. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. 
Mm-hmm. I'm originally from Alabama, but we've been living here for going on three years now. Wow. Okay. I'm trying to get wow. out your level, Danielle. Like, <laughs> we're about to start doing this nomad lifestyle or like a broad yes. lifestyle. Yes. So as you, one thing I really appreciate about what you just shared was like, you've been developing your craft for 14 years. You started a bit broad and you realized that, okay, in order for me to get more consistent revenue, I need to niche down. Did you already have that figured out on what your niche would be before you enrolled in services that sell? Or did that come after? Or like, what was that process like as you were going through this journey of figuring out, okay, we need more consistency. I need something that's going to support our traveling lifestyle. Like, when did you know that that was when you needed to niche down? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say about six months before I joined Services at Cell is when I really discovered this. But it wasn't until I joined Services at Cell until I created consistent income. And the reason why is because um, within Services at Cell, you have the module where we get super clear on our ideal client. And although I understood, okay, I'm marketing to speakers, I did not have it like as crystal clear as it should have been in order to effectively um, really uh, help myself to stand out and to really portray the value that I provide for speakers. And so because that wasn't clear, I wasn't able to convey that value to my people. And so I wasn't having consistency within my sales for months and months. Mm, gotcha. So like, how did you, had you invested in other coaches before enrolling in services at Cell? Like I'm, I'm trying to understand what was your mindset on, okay, I know that I need a niche down. I figured out what I think my niche is going to be, but I don't know how to consistently get clients in that niche and consistently generate the revenue that I want in my business from that niche. Like kind of what was your decision-making criteria before you enrolled in services that sell? How did you vet our program? How did you vet me? Like, what did that look like for you when making that next investment in your business to enroll with us? Yeah. So I think I heard of you before, like a year before I even joined services that sell. And, um, it's funny. I think you were in your car, you're coming from church and you were talking about, <laughs> you were talking about the awesome message. And I was like, Oh my gosh, who, who is this Jerisha lady? Like, so <laughs> that's where I really heard of you. But, um, about a year later is when I officially joined. And before then I did invest in working with other coaches, not to this magnitude though. So I, I invested um, in working with a social media strategist, so someone who could help me with my marketing side of things. I invested in um, like a sales expert, someone who could help me with, um, you know, increasing my income because at the time it was like not good. <laughs> and, um, those were, and I, I did invest in another coaching program just to basically, when I first started on this is to help me kind of quick start building a digital business that would empower me to create the lifestyle I want. And so, um, I began to see this pattern. It's kind of funny. Um, every time I invested, it was more that I invested. So I invested more every time. And every time I invested more, like I would get a bigger return. So I was like, okay, God, like I'm seeing this pattern. I have been looking at this program with Jerisha for quite some time now. I just prayed and the Holy Spirit told me like, this is your next move. 
And um, I decided to pursue it because I knew I could not live another year with inconsistent income. Like it was just not an option for me. I made up in my mind. I was like, I can't do this again. (laughs) So that's when I really took the leap. And um, I think the thing that really stood out to me the most about working with you is just that you have built your business largely on organic reach, you know, Um, and leveraging video content in order to really connect with your people. And that was something I knew that I really wanted to take hold of. And so, yeah, that's, that's really what compelled me to learn the ways of creating consistent income and really helping to impact more people. I, like, I just, I appreciate and can relate to so much of your journey. Like you're saying, I was making investments in myself, you know, and the more, the bigger the transformation I was looking for, the bigger the dollar amount investment needed to be. Um, and I just love the fact that you continue, you still continue to invest in yourself and do the work. And which I think is why you continue to see an ROI from your efforts. Um, but so thank you for sharing that. I just think that was really insightful. So like, so you get to a point where you're, you've kind of understand the basics of this online world. You start niching down, you enroll in services that sell, you get crystal clear on exactly who your niche is and what service you need to be selling. Kind of, how did that feel when you got that clarity? Because I think sometimes um, when we niche down and we're like, okay, I know what my idea is. Like, how did you know it wasn't clear enough? And how did it feel like, whoa, like this is how clear and detailed I needed to needed it to be. And just what was that like for you? Cause I think, um, I know that that's something people like, well, I already know what I need to do, but it's like, but I'm not getting the consistency and income I want. So there's clearly a disconnect, but how did that feel for you? Or what was that like for you when you got super clear on how to communicate the value of what you did so you can start attracting your ideal clients consistently? That is a great question. I was like, I was shocked. I was like, wait, like, cause the reason why I was shocked is because I've, when I first started my business, of course, everyone starts off, you download all the free stuff. You, you know, you basically just try to do anything you can to make your business survive and thrive. And so there were a number of different times where I would hear people say, okay, clarify your ideal client, do this and do that. And coming into services at sell, I committed within myself to come in with open eyes and a willingness to learn because, um, you know, where I am now is not where I was four years ago. And so I think what was really insightful for me was, um, was, really clarifying my ideal client and understanding really how little I knew about the importance of really getting down to the nitty gritty details of having such clarity with, with who your audience is and who it is that you're marketing to. Mm. And yeah. And so (laughs) this is good. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, there, there was, there was another point I wanted to mention, but that was really, the biggest thing was I did not realize how important it was because it it really is like, if I could say anything that has helped me to create that consistency and income has been um, consistently marketing to my ideal client. And if I, if that were not clear or if I were marketing to the wrong people, I wouldn't see the success within my business that I'm seeing right now. 
Yeah. And I, I just think that's so relatable. I think a lot of people who are listening to this right now are in that boat. Like, I think I know who my ideal client is. I have an idea of who it is, but um, maybe not even realizing how granular or detailed you need to be in order to effectively market and sell to that person. Um, so is there a specific part of services that sell that has really allowed you to start converting like consistent four figure clients on a, you know, I, I know we're going to talk about how you've really been able to adapt the lean launch to work for you in a unique way, but is there just, is there a certain aspect that really helped you in regards to clarifying your, your ideal audience? Or maybe somebody who's listening is like, I hear what she's saying, but what does she mean that she got even more granular? Like, I think that that can be hard to understand when you don't know, like kind of when you don't know what you don't know type of thing. Yeah. Um, let me think. Um, I would say knowing when, knowing when my people are online. Um, so within clarifying the, the ideal client in services that sell, and I, I'll just share a little bit from my experience. So we have this part where we get super, super detailed, like what type of food do these people like? Like, do they have kids? Do they have pets? So I remember when I first started researching my idol client, I was on Instagram scrolling through. It's like, oh, he likes, he likes soul food. He likes pizza and he also likes ice cream, going to games. So it was like the, the research phase, I think, is really where I didn't, I wasn't the most excited about, but I realized that if, if I was going to see the results I wanted, I had to become very intentional and very serious about taking the actions I wanted to see in order to actually get the results I wanted. So I just disciplined myself and um, really began to hone in on researching, um, you know, the different parts of my idol client and um, like what else on a granular level, like, like what they like to eat, what time they get online, um, what shows they like to watch, you know, um, just basically being able to identify those things. So even not only so that I can connect with them and market to them, but if I were to have a conversation with this person, I would want to be able to know that I have some points in the back of my head to where I can set, bring up a conversation starter or something to really build that personal connection and then increase the probability of me closing a sale. So I think that was the most helpful part. Yeah. And I, the part that I love the most that I, if you're listening, I want you to turn up the volume on and probably like run this episode back is when you were like, it wasn't the part that I really wanted to do, or it wasn't the most enjoyable aspect, but it was probably the most beneficial and the most impactful part of the process for me to be able to attract and convert clients consistently. Like, I think we get so caught up sometimes in what feels fun and maybe what even feels easy in regards to the aspects of building our business, but it's sometimes the things that are not as sexy or as like visibly appealing, but it's like that the real work work of understanding your, like the foundational elements of your business. So I just, I appreciate you saying that. Like, I didn't really enjoy doing this part or didn't really like, wasn't super excited about it at the beginning, but it, it was necessary. Yeah, and I'm going to be completely transparent. There are a lot of things I didn't want to do. <laughs> like, like, there were a lot of things. But um, but realizing, okay, like, I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to get over myself, and I'm going to do it anyways because 
the result that I'm wanting to see is a lot more important than the emotions that I'm feeling right now. So mm-hmm. I, I really had to become very intentional with this is how I'm feeling. This is how it's what it's how it's making me want to act. But you know what? I'm going to do the opposite because I know that that behavior is not going to be helpful for me. So a lot of discipline in that area, too. That is so good. Because uh, it's tough pushing past that resistance. And it's tough like going against what the feeling might be, but still choosing to make the decision that's going to serve you best. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. But I think I think when you, as a business owner, when you can learn to identify when that's happening and really discipline yourself to take action in the midst of feeling a certain way or not being motivated or, you know, finding things that will help you to feel more empowered and motivated. I think that's probably one of the most important parts that has really helped me um, to see the results that I have been wanting to see in my business. Oh, I love that. Support for our show today came from the contract shop. Let me ask you something. Do you feel protected in your business? Like actually hold up in a court of law protected? Like Elle Woods protected? When I first started working with clients, I pieced together resources I found on Google to come up with a sorry excuse of a contract template. After signing on a few clients, all hell broke loose. Clients were not showing up to calls, asking for extra things that were not originally agreed upon, and missing payments. I had no idea what I was supposed to say or how I should go about enforcing the boundaries we previously communicated. A legit coaching contract would have prevented all of this foolery from taking place. If you don't have a solid coaching agreement, this is the perfect time for you to visit jerishahawk.com backslash contract to get yourself a contract that protects your business, your bank account, and most importantly, future you. The contract shop provides contract templates and all the legal paperwork you need to run your business well. Within 10 minutes, you'll have the coaching contract template that is customizable to suit your business. It is super easy to add in your own details and you'll feel way more confident knowing your contract has been vetted by someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash contract to get your coaching contract template today. So let's keep moving down the timeline here because you've been able to really get some amazing results, like generate five figures from just closing a handful of clients after doing your lean launch. Um, And if you guys aren't familiar, the lean launch is really the method that we teach our students inside of services that sell to sell. And it's really just two simple steps. You do a series of live stream videos and you convert clients over the phone. Um, and I know whenever we say it's, you guys got to do live streams, most people like freak out a bit. Um, cause going live can be like intimidating, I guess for some, um, but how was it for you when you, like when you started implementing your lean launch and just started doing live video, which you're so good at live video. I like, I've, I've, ca- I've caught a couple of your live videos. You're very, very good at them. Um, have you always felt confident in using live video? Like, what was that process like for you when you were in the just getting started to implement the lean launch and just getting started with doing more, you know, consistent live stream video based off the way that we teach it in your business? Yeah. So I have not always been confident. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> and I think the biggest thing for me was um, when I started doing video, I was in very 
um, remote locations. So I had to get over this, the mindset of, oh, my internet connection's not that good, or, oh, there's a rooster clucking in the background. Like, no one wants to hear that. So, <laughs> like, because, like, where I am, like, where I am right now, I am in the mountains, and I don't know if you've heard any birds you know, clucking or chirping or anything as of yet, but sometimes they can be really loud and really annoying. Wow. But yeah, but sometimes I, I, I've learned to not let the outside elements deter me from getting on at the specific time that I say I'm going to get on and, you know, being present for the live videos. I've just had to train myself to not let that bother me because those are excuses that I was making for myself that hindered me from getting on, connecting with people who I'm, I'm connected with now and are like, oh my gosh, like this was so helpful for me. Like, where were you two years ago? Like when I hear people say that, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like it just hurts <laughs> because I know that two years ago, I, I wasn't consistent. You know, I was fearful, you know, and it's not to say that the fear is always gone, but I've just learned to act in the midst of being afraid. And so just over time, um, you know, getting on video, having that practice. And even now, like when I get on video, sometimes I have to take a breath because the fear will just try to come up and I'm like, no. <laughs> so I just pray. I'm like, God, please help me to do a fantastic job on this video. And every time after I pray, it goes it goes pretty well. I won't say it's flawless, but it goes pretty well. Oh. So, so that's, that's, um, I think what has helped me the most. I love that. Like just, there's this consistent theme of like, yeah, you feel this fear. It's very real. Um, but you do it anyways. And I think it's interesting. Like you found me sitting in my car after church in a very non like perfect environment. Like I was in my vehicle and that's how you discovered me. Um, and I think sometimes that we forget like some of the best moments where we can really connect with somebody virtually is like when we're just doing something like you being in the mountains with birds chirping in the background is like, for me, I'm like, that's dope. Like the fact that she's building this lifestyle <laughs> and she's in the mountains in Ecuador, like what, or wherever you might be in the world that day. Like, I think that that just adds such a very like human personal element to the live stream videos. So, you know, I, I just, I just commend you though. And like, yeah, I feel the fear. Yeah. I still get nervous, but yeah, I'm still going to do it anyways. Um, <laughs> so I think that that's awesome. And, and just one thing, like how, was there any aspect of, um, how we taught the lean launch that was insightful or interesting for you that allowed you, cause you've taken marketing classes before, and you've obviously been in your business for quite some time before you enrolled in services at Cell. Was there anything like uniquely different about our lean launch method that really, that you noticed that was different from maybe what you had been taught before, or what allowed you to leverage your video streams in a different way to get clients? Yes. So the lean launch is really, I think one of the the main things that has helped me to create consistent income. And the reason why is because when we do the lean launch process, you make it very clear to plan ahead. Here's what your lean launch should be. Here's what you should focus on in your, in your video and make sure you plan ahead because, um, when it comes time to do it, like you gotta be ready. And so, um, I'm on lean launch number two. So I'm on my second round. And I think what was the most helpful for me was planning everything out, like planning out my title, planning out what time I'm going to do it and 
um, planning out my call to action, basically planning everything out so that when it comes time, Wednesday morning, when I do my live, there is no possible way that I can talk myself out of doing my video because it has happened before. <laughs> and I realized that when I began to see the pattern of consistently b being on video and doing my live and seeing my sales increase, that's when I realized like, okay, like I have got to set myself up for success if I want to see, you know, see consistent income. And so the most helpful part for me was planning everything out beforehand, setting a clear schedule for myself. And then all I had to do was just open my notebook. Okay, here's what I'm doing for, for, for this week and just doing it. And I think that really helped me with the nervousness part of things. Cause for me, I don't, I think I get a little bit nervous when I have to like come up with something off the top of my head or like, Oh, like, what am I going to do? Crap. I'm getting past the time when I said I was going to be on live. Like, you know, it's like all these different elements, but I think, um, planning everything out beforehand and being very intentional with how I was going to be present was the most beneficial thing. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, um, and I love that you say that, like plan for the success that you want to have versus just like showing up and, and thinking that it's just going to happen. Um, but we really teach using the, like using the lean launch and doing your live videos on Facebook. And I love it when, cause once you understand the strategy, you can really apply it to whatever platform you dominate on. But I've noticed that you really killed it on, you still kill your live stream videos on Facebook, but I know that you've also leveraged and like adjusted the lean launch to work for you on Instagram. And I just kind of wanted you to talk us through how you took the strategies of what we taught you, but, and you tested it out on Facebook, you've done it on Facebook, but how you've applied that to, to Instagram for you to be able to connect with more of your clients um, and just how you've adapted that strategy to that social media platform. Yeah, that's a good question. So I would say 50% um, of my clients have come from Instagram and 50% have come from Facebook. So it's pretty, um, it's a good thing that I'm doing them on both platforms because of I've discovered that my audience is actually in both places. But in terms of using the lean launch um, on Instagram, basically what I did is I would do my Instagram video first and I would do the same topic for Facebook. And I know that sometimes people, um, you can record at both times. So you can do both of them at the same time. But for me, um, where my internet connection is, it doesn't necessarily... Um, it's not the best for live streaming on two platforms at a time. So I would just discipline myself and be like, okay, Instagram, we're going to do 15 minutes um, first. And then I would hop on Facebook and do it right after. And um, in terms of Instagram, um, really, I would just have my title, have the title of my lane launch, um, pin it to the top of my Instagram live video. And then um, people would just hop on and ask questions. And then I would just give a call to action to send me a direct message if they want to talk more about working together. So that's pretty much how that, that went. So it's pretty much you're doing the exact same thing, just doing it on the, the second, the, the additional platform. Mm-hmm. And after I do it, because Instagram only lets you have it on there for 24 hours, I always made sure to save my video so that I could reuse it and repurpose it for other content later. So that's the one downside that I found with using Instagram. And also that's why it's so important to do the lean launch on Facebook as well, because you can keep everything on there. But, um, but yeah, I've, 
I think Instagram really provides that personal connection. You can catch someone, you know, in the middle of their day and they can just hop on for a quick conversation. But that's really how I did lean launch with Instagram is just hopping on doing it and then moving on to Facebook. Awesome. Um, and one thing that I've noticed you've mentioned throughout, like you, you know, how many clients are coming from where you've always been very, like, I know how much money is coming from where I know what my conversion rates are. Like I know, um, I, you have, you're very familiar with your numbers and is there any aspect of what you've learned with working with us that has really allowed you to better understand your numbers? And you also had mentioned that, you know, you wrote a quit day letter to yourself, which is one of the exercises we do in the pre-work, which really helped you get laser focused. So I just want you to maybe talk about what's worked for you and being able to get laser focused, know how to make data driven decisions in your business and how that's impacted your overall bottom line. Yeah. That quit day letter was so scary. <laughs> like that was probably, that was okay. That was like one of the first exercises in the whole program. And I, when I did it, I was like, oh crap, Jerisha is not playing. <laughs> so like, I was like, okay, I've, I've got to get serious. But yeah, that was, I did quit on the exact day that I said I was going to quit. So that was wow, amazing. Wow, well, congrats. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I was, I was amazed. I was like, okay, like this is for real. So, um, so there was that, but in terms of the, um, numbers, understanding the numbers, I, what, what helped me the most with being very clear with my numbers? Um, I think, I think you had a conversation about doing intentional actions that are actually going to lead you to getting results. And I got very familiar with this concept of, you know, it's like, how do people work less, but still make more? How can you, do fewer things and increase your income. And the way you do it is just by identifying what specific tasks help you to make the most money. And so um, when I understood that and I really began to get laser focused, okay, like what parts of my business, if I do this, I will get paid this or I will increase my income in this area. And so I, prior to this, I was very, um, I felt like exhausted. I just really wanted to create more time freedom for myself. And so by just realizing like, okay, I can do fewer things and create more income. It allowed me to start looking at my business differently to see, okay, if I get on and do this many lives a week, this is typically how much money I can expect to come in because this is how many people will book a call. And this is the percentage of people that actually convert. So looking at it in like a, I guess, kind of linear, like step A, step B, step C, and then leading to the end goal that I wanted, I was able to reverse engineer it and work backwards and say, okay, this is what I need to do in order to get this specific result. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm just, I love that you're sharing that because I know that this is going to be resonating with people who are listening now. Um, and can you give us maybe a picture of where you're at now? Because I mean, you've been doing your website design services, to my understanding, pretty much as like a solopreneur and kind of what's the next step for you? Like, how do you plan on leveraging the signature service that you have now? Are you planning on going more down an agency route or down a digital course route or a group program route? Like kind of how do you, like, I, I guess I want to just speak to like, um, I always say having a signature service is so important because it allows you to leverage and scale your business model down the line. Kind of what is that looking like for you in this season and maybe in the next 12 months to come? Yeah, that's a good question. So I'm wanting to move in the agency route. So basically expanding my team to help me 
build more brands, more websites for my clients, and um, also expanding to help my clients in different ways. So like, um, I know there's a really big need for virtual assistance for, um, for speakers. And so I'm, I'm in the process of like expanding my agency to be able to have more people that can help me to impact more of the people that are saying they need help. And so that's where, where that's one part. And then I kind of want to do everything. I know it's like not good to do everything all at once, but I'm, I am wanting to expand into an agency model, but then I'm also um, exploring ways in which I can help people in a group coaching type of setting. So like helping um, consultants or people who also help speakers and partnering with them in some capacity to help um, support their clients in a way that's going to help them have a bigger impact. So I'm exploring a number of different things right now, but um, overall I'm moving more in the, into the agency side of things. Got it. Um, and is there just anything else you would like be able to share on, um, for anybody listening who may be on the fence or is like, not sure if services that sell would be right for them? Like, who do you think services that sell is best for? And what would you tell that person who might be sitting on the edge? Like, should I actually do this? Should I make the investment? Is it going to be worth it? Yeah, that's, there are so many things I could say, but if if I could just give a quick like word of encouragement, um, I would say to trust your gut and don't let more time go by before you actually give yourself the opportunity to, to change your life for the better. And, um, as long as you are willing to commit, as long as you are willing to show up for yourself, like, you know, this isn't for Jerisha, this isn't for, um, for everyone else. This is for you. This is for your family. As long as you are willing to commit, um, to yourself and trust that, you know, you will show up and do the work that is put in front of you. It's like, it's, it's going to work. Like I, I'm, I, the only, I, the only time I feel like it doesn't work is when you just don't do the work. (laughs) And so like everything's laid out, it's very easy to understand. And if you're willing to commit to yourself and to commit the results that you want to see, then I don't, I don't believe that you can fail. So that's what I would say. Thank you. And I agree. Like, we're always like, I'll share what's required for you to get the results, but like, you still got to do the work. Um, so just thank you so much, Danielle. If there's any speakers who are listening to this right now and they're like, uh, I need to hire you, where can we find you online and where can we actually, where can people go to take that next step to figure out whether or not you'd be a good fit for helping them, um, book more speaking engagements by developing out their website? Yeah. So you can find me at professionalspeakerwebsites.com. So it's speaker with no S and then websites with an S. And that's also my social media handle. So you can just type in professional speaker websites. And um, if you're wanting to learn more about working together, you can just go to my website. There's a contact button at the top right of the page. Just click that, submit the information, and I'm happy to talk to you about your project. Thank you so much, Danielle. We totally appreciate your transparency on today's episode. Um, And we'll make sure to link her website and her social handles in the show notes as well to make it easy for you guys to find her. But thanks so much. Awesome. Thanks, Teresha. Hey there, Hawk Hustler. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. 
If you are ready to turn your side hustle selling services into a profitable online coaching or consulting business, visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop. Within just one hour of this free masterclass, yes, free 99, you will have a proven framework to convert not just better clients, but more clients who are willing to pay top dollar consistently. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop and I will see you there.